Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Please excuse my voice tonight. I am, or I was traveling back from Chicago. I just got back earlier this afternoon. So a little bit of a crazy uh, Monday, if you will, but it was topped off by the performance I would say this is probably the best that the Houston Rockets have looked all season Um, in this particular game tonight, just as a whole, a lot of guys played really well tonight. We're going to break that all down here uh, as we do after every single Houston Rockets game, the Rockets with the win tonight, 134 to 127 over the Orlando magic. The loss sends the Orlando Magic to 2-9 and nine on the season. Uh, the Rockets improve their uh, record to 2-9. and nine. Uh, This is their first win on the road this season. Um, they are now 1-7 on the road. By the way, that's a crazy stat if you actually think about it. The Rockets are 1-7 to start the year on the road. And they've played 11 games. So eight of their 11 games have been on the road. Not an easy thing for a very, very, very young team to go through this early in the year. But they found a way to get it done tonight. Uh, Let's start with Jabari Smith. Uh, What's going on, Strong? Always good to hear from you, brother. Um, Absolutely. That's what we do here at the Dream Take. We always go live after every single game, good or uh, bad. Um, you look at uh, Jabari Smith tonight, one of four from the field. All four attempts were from the three-point line. He ends tonight with just three points. We're going to get to individual performances here in a bit. But the box score breakdown, he had three points. Alperin Shangun had a double-double tonight. He was really good offensively, defensively. The length of the Orlando Magic, specifically Bol Bol um, and Mo Bamba, gave Alperen Sengun some fits defensively tonight. But offensively, Alperen Sengun was about as good as it gets. He had as as about as good as it gets. Sorry about that. Twenty points, four assists. He had the ten rebounds. He only had three turnovers. He was a plus six tonight in his twenty nine minutes. Uh, Eric Gordon played 29 minutes tonight, five of nine from the field. All five makes were from the three-point line. So he had 19 points tonight. He was a minus 10 in those minutes. So that's something interesting to take a look at. KPJ, a couple people tweeted this tonight that 
this was one of his best performances as a point guard facilitator of the ball to his teammates tonight. He had 11 assists with those 17 points. He was tied for the second highest plus minus tonight. He was a plus 13. Uh, Now, KPJ did have seven turnovers, so that is definitely something that he's going to have to work on. Uh, Just night in and night out, it's something that, you know, if you're going to play the way that he plays, if he's being ultra aggressive, he's going to turn the ball over. But when you get 11 assists and you put in, you know, 17 points, it's something that you can be okay with, if you will. Jalen Green tonight started off a little slow. Um, I know that there's some health issues with a couple of the guys. I saw Jabari uh, hasn't felt well in the last week or so. Uh, Jalen looked a little lethargic to begin the game, but my Lord, did he come on strong. He ends the game 34 points. Um, 34 points tonight. He was a plus 13. He only had three turnovers. He had three assists. He had three rebounds. He was five of 11 from the three-point line. So very impressive there, 12 of 18 overall. Uh, The bench tonight, Usman Garuba had six rebounds, three points. KJ, uh, I'm not going to say – well, no, I'll say this – K, this is this was KJ Martin's best game of the year, bar none. He looked phenomenal on both ends. I mean, he had a couple blocks tonight, uh, two blocks overall, but he played so well tonight on both ends of the floor. He had 21 points. He was four of eight from the three point line, eight of 14 overall. He had five assists. He had four rebounds. Tonight was truly reason number 512. You don't trade KJ Martin because he's so valuable, like the things that he does well. And we'll get into, again, individual performances here in a little bit. Uh, Tari Eason, eight points. He had a fun, he had an incredible play where he stripped Paolo Boncaro and then he windmill dunked on the other end. Great to see that tonight. Uh, even Garrison Matthews. I mean, he played eight minutes tonight. Uh, he had six points. He hit both of his three point shots. Um, Deshaun Nix, 11 minutes. He had one three. Josh Christopher, DNPCD, uh, and Boban didn't play uh, either. Carlos says, is Jabari not as good as people think, or is this rocket system not made for a player like him? First of all, thank you for the input, Carlos. It's always uh, appreciated. Here's the thing, right? And we're all guilty of this. All, All sports fans at this point, I will say, not all, I would say a vast majority, you guys, and Carlos, I'm not saying you guys just specifically to you, but to everybody out there, they literally have played 11 games. Like, Are we, are we really going to be, I saw an, a, a tweet from The Athletic saying you know, that Jabari is not as good as a prospect as once initially thought. So that's what we're going to do now. Like, We're going to give guys 11 games and if you guys want to jump on the show you guys are more than welcome you hit that request to speak button here on uh spotify live i will literally bring you up on stage uh as soon as you hit that request to speak button because i want to hear from you guys you know how are you guys feeling about the 134 127 win um but to get back to my point carlos i think it's i think it's something that you have to give him some time and we're going to bring up Ryan here on stage. Ryan, what's up, buddy? 
Hey, Mike. How's it going, man? Good, man. What's going on? So, I don't, I know it's a good, it's a good, it's a good win, but. Dude, I don't know about you, and I hope I'm not, I'm not the only one that can is going to say this, but I just I haven't been able to watch a game this year because I'm just whenever I watch, I I feel like I'm just tuning into a a depressing game. They won this game, I love it, but I feel like if I'm going to watch or start watching, then I'm just going to start getting more negative results. So. I don't know if I'm. Well, I mean, it doesn't get it doesn't get it doesn't get any more negative than being two and nine. I mean, two and nine is is not great. I will say this. I mean, I took a, I took a look, or I should say, I'm taking a look now at the teams that they've had to play thus far. It's not easy. I mean, that's not an easy stretch when you play. No, I know. I mean, I get what you're saying. Atlanta, Memphis, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, they played Utah twice. Played Portland. But then you played Phoenix, the Clippers twice, and Minnesota. I mean, so you talk about Minnesota, L.A., Phoenix, uh, Milwaukee, Memphis, Atlanta. That's seven of the teams that you've played, and you've doubled up. You know the Clippers there. Those are all. Those are all so, playoff teams. Like those are teams that have championship uh, aspirations. So of those teams you just named, I want to talk about the Utah Jazz because they're just starting to go through a rebuild, but they're already playing better than Houston. So what's going on? Well, that's fair. Uh, a, I think it starts at the top. I think they have a much better coach than the Rockets. Um, you look at the talent on that team, like, yes, you can say that they're rebuilding, which technically they are with the moves that they made when you trade Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. But when you break down that roster and right. what those guys are doing for them this year, you know, you have a guy like Kelly Olynyk who's averaging, you know, 12.4 points a game. You still have Mike Conley. You have Colin Sexton. You have Jordan Clarkson. You have Laurie Markinen. Markinen's playing out of his mind right now. I did 21.8 points a game. Um, but I do – I. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. I also think, like, I want to talk about this Jabari thing because I think it's so unfair to a guy like Jabari to compare him to a guy like Paolo. And I'm going to tell you why. And then, obviously, I, I want to hear what you think. What the Rockets are asking Jabari Smith Jr. to do on a night in and night out basis is so vastly different than what Orlando is asking Boncaro to do. It's it's a world of difference. Like they're they're going to Paolo and they are saying, "You are our guy. You are the guy who we're going to give the ball to. You're going to shoot the ball, uh-huh. you know, nth times a game." You know, I'm bring up. I'm going to bring his stats up real quick. Okay, so he's average. So he plays 34.6 minutes a game. He is averaging 23 points, seven and a half rebounds. And I'm trying to see here what is um, trying to see basically how many shots a, a night he gets. Yeah, so he's shooting. He's shooting. Yeah, I mean his shot attempts are up there. I'm trying to I'm trying to break it down. Anyway, like so. No, no, so if, if guy, so, the Rockets do not view Jabari so, Smith that way, for better or for worse. Okay, so if Jabari Smith isn't being played properly, then 
how long how 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 long is it going to be until we recognize that the coach coaching is uh, the issue and go and start making some changes because you know if 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 Paulo is playing well in the Magic or getting wins, then you start looking at the at the coaching staff and you know maybe got to start doing some changes there. I don't know how long that's going to be before they start doing that, but you know maybe that should be a a step to take for sure. So just a little bit more perspective, because I want to make sure I get this out there for whoever's going to listen to this uh, tomorrow and beyond. He's averaging Paolo Boncaro shots per night. He's averaging four threes a game. He's averaging four threes a game and he's averaging 14 attempts from inside of the arc. So he's, he's getting 18 shots per game, basically right around that number. That's a massive number, right? In comparison, Jabari Smith, when you look at his numbers, he's averaging less than 12. So night in and night out thus far, Paolo's getting nearly seven more shots a game. Well, then that just, so, that just means Jabari Smith isn't being used properly. That's, well, the, that's the issue. Yeah, but that's here. the thing, though, Ryan. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Because when you look at the Rockets right now, there's a lot of mouths to feed offensively. I mean, this team defensively is bad. I mean, they are not good. They, defensively, they are one of the worst teams I've ever seen play defense. Now, a lot of this has to do with people may not – you know, recognize this. Jay Sean Tate did not play tonight. Jay Sean Tate is big for what they want to do defensively. Same thing with Bruno Fernando. As much as I like Shengun offensively, defensively, he is awful. He's not good, right? But the thing is, you know, offensively, Ryan, who who are you going to take shots away from to feed Jabari? Because it can't be Jalen. It can't, you know, Shangun's um, going to touch the ball a lot because he's your only interior presence right now. He's the only guy you can go to consistently enough to get buckets inside. So you, they're not going to come away from him. When you're playing Eric Gordon 30 minutes a night, he's going to get, you know, seven to nine shots. Well, I'm, I'm sick of seeing Garrison Matthews play too. I mean, isn't there anything? Well, he had a perfect night tonight. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like, yeah. if people are going to be mad at, at, at Garrison Matthews, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but on a night like tonight, I'm not saying you should or should not do this. My opinion on tonight is tonight's not the night to go after him because he did exactly what you are paying him to do, which when he gets the ball and he's in the game, he needs to shoot, shoot or shoot, right? That's what the kids are saying nowadays. He's no, yeah. different. you know, if you're going to play him, you know, let him shoot. Um, and Carlos says, I'm looking at the chat. I wish all the Rockets players the best. I do believe the Rockets have a bright future. I don't disagree with that. You know, I, I don't disagree with that sentiment at all. I don't think a night like tonight proves anything to me. And I have 100% become more pessimistic about this team because there's, there's things that I just don't like. I don't like Silas. I'm not a Silas guy. You guys know that. I, I mean, I'm, I haven't held that back. You know, I don't think Shengun is the center of the future. I think tonight, the biggest thing that I saw that I'm going to remain as positive as possible because the Rockets won tonight, and that's awesome. Like, I, I, 
you know, they did really well tonight. Jalen Green was a star tonight. Him and, and, and KJ Martin. Yes, he, I saw his stats. He did really good. But you know what I'm surprised about? I'm surprised Houston didn't go for Ima Yudoka when, when he got fired from Boston. No, they're not going to do that. Why? Dude, he just coached a team that went to the finals. I mean, he's not going to come here. I mean, this this job has to be a long play for somebody. Um, which, again, I will advocate for a guy like Sam Cassell, but we don't need to talk coaching search tonight. No, I know. Um, you know, but Jalen Green tonight and KJ, KJ is my guy. Because what I like about KJ a lot is his attitude. Like, KJ Martin reminds me so much on the court, not necessarily his play, but the way he attacks the game of his dad. I don't know how many people listening to this right now actually got a chance to watch his dad, Kenyon Martin, I did. I did. play. Yep. He, was, he was a monster. But the thing about him is that you were scared of him. Like he was a guy, he was a presence. Like You did not mess with Kenyon Martin. You know, not, if, not, if you wanted to, not if you wanted to live to talk about it. Mike, his yeah. sorry, uh, KJ is like his dad, but with a jump shot. Well, I mean, KJ's jump shot has certainly gotten better. Uh, and when I say jump shot, I'm talking referring to his three point shot. Right, you know, he's not a jump shooter, you know, per se. Like he's not going to take you off the dribble and hit the mid range on you. Um, but Carlos is right. I mean, KJ is a dog. Like that, he's he's awesome. You know. And when he plays that way tonight, you know, he got 26 minutes tonight. I would have liked to have seen that number be more, you know? And again, I'm not going to harp on anything negative tonight, but those are the little subtle things that I look at, Ryan, and I say that those are the, those are the things that Silas has to recognize, you know, it is little things like that. Like minute allocation, he still doesn't know how to do that. It's infuriating that Josh Christopher did not play tonight. I, I will say, I will say that. You know, I, I don't know what is going you know, on. Well, we, I, that, what we need to see, what we need to see more is when there's a, a post player in the doing this thing in the post, we got to see the guys on the outside moving around trying to get open or make a play instead of just stand there and let, you know, Shengun try to make something happen, you know, sure. Off the ball movement. Well, yeah. For sure. I mean, even Orlando runs some interesting sets. The Rockets just don't do that. Now, the Rockets, they knew this. When you sign Kevin Porter Jr. to the deal that you gave him, when you have a guy like Jalen Green, they are thoroughbreds. You know what I mean? Like, you want them to just get out and run and play lifetime fitness basketball. That I mean, that's how you're going to be most successful, unfortunately, with guys – like a Jalen Green and in Kevin Porter Jr. But it's just it's it's so weird because even the other night against Minnesota, Christopher got in for 15 minutes and he was solid. You know, he had a he literally had a zero on the on mm-hmm. the plus minus scale. Again, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The plus minus is not the end all be all, but in the 15 minutes that he was on the floor, the Rockets were not better than the Timberwolves, and they weren't getting killed by the Timberwolves. So I don't understand how you go from one night playing 15 minutes in a game to now not playing any minutes. And to me, it comes down to Eric Gordon. And I'm going to continue to say this on every show that I host, because if I don't, I 
am doing a disservice to the listeners, to be honest with you. Well, did you hear what uh, Silas said the other night? He said that Eric Gordon's one of our primary ball handlers. So I don't know what. That's garbage. It's such I don't garbage. Know, I don't know what uh, Silas's plan is as far as development goes. This is, this is supposed to be the development year, essentially, but that comment is giving me other, yeah. you know. Um, it's another show, and it's another time of me saying that Eric, I would rather lose by 100 and not play Eric Gordon than, <laughs> you know, most <laughs> nights lose by 8 to 12 with Eric Gordon. Now, tonight, he was good. I mean, he, he was rock solid tonight. Um, but again, when I say rock solid, actually, he, he was a minus 10 tonight while he was on the floor. He scored 19 points and found a way to be a, a minus 10. Um, but again, man, like mm-hmm. I, I look at it and I have to say to myself that the Rockets could have accomplished two things tonight. And this, this should be their, I, I said it, I said it at the beginning of the season, right? That the Rockets number one goal this year is not to lose games. Their number one goal this year should be to develop their young talent as much as possible. And that means they have to play. They've got to go through these bumps in the road that, that they're going to end up going through, you know, as young guys in the league. You know, Jabari Smith is not going to get better without minutes. And for all the people, by the way, who are praising Jalen Green now, deservedly so because the, the kid just had a phenomenal game tonight, don't forget he struggled vastly through what? I mean, the All-Star break last year. It's gonna it's it's gonna take some yeah. time. Sean points out Eric Gordon is is from a bygone era of Rockets basketball, right? You know it needs to be okay to not play him, right? You're a hundred percent spot on, dude. Like that's what the Rockets have to get to is the two things the Rockets could have accomplished tonight. One, if they did, if they played all of their young guys tonight and gave them as many minutes as possible, they're winning that that goal of developing their youth and even if they were to lose tonight because they're doing that then you're one step closer to being for the third year in a row the worst team in the league which is what people want you know i'm looking at tweets from again prominent figures of rockets twitter saying good game by the rockets or this was in during the game now it's time to go lose the game like there are actually f- people out there rooting for them to lose games again. It's so wrong. And Truong said, pathetic. well, it's pathetic. Right? And Truong said, think of the Astros. We sucked for a long time. Now we're a freaking dynasty. Patience, right? There's such a difference between baseball and basketball. I, I, I get the reason of bringing that up, but it's so different. Because in baseball, you have the farm system, you know, you've got a 40-man roster that you have to look over. Yeah, it's going to take more time there. Basketball is so much different because you can turn this thing around so much quicker. You know what I mean? It's like, can you imagine, Ryan, in the Harden deal, if they would have ended up with Jared Allen and Karis LeVert? You know? Yeah. Look, look, look at Cleveland, right? Cleveland's a phenomenal example because – what are they? They're eight and three, eight and two, something like that. What are they this year? They're eight and one. Yeah, they're 
Yeah, they haven't. They haven't because lost they have games. a front office that's got a pair of balls on them and was not afraid to not go by this preconceived timeline that you know a bunch of keyboard warrior fans of a fan base think that it takes four or five years. Well, no, disrespect, no disrespect to what Drong said, because I get where he's coming from, and I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the fans out there that say, you know, the timeline, the Rockets will be good in, in 25. Jeremy said that before, and I've disagreed when he said that. Because why 25? Why not now? That's my point. That's what I'm trying to drag this team, this fan base to, is don't be okay with being a steaming pile of garbage. It would have been worth the gamble. It really would have been worth the gamble if Houston had done something to get Donovan Mitchell in Houston. Because, it, I mean, we, we want to see. I, I want to see what this team can be like winning with Steven Silas instead of losing, and see if you know if that's that if, if, if that would make a difference. But, but you know, well, no, it, it, it's you're, you're never going to win anything with Silas, so it has to start there. That's where it starts is identifying that, and I think that they have. I, that's my, I, I'm going to stick by my, my opinion. He will be gone by the end of the year. I would say by the all-star break. Do think of it as like, think of from like Steve Kerr's perspective, when Steve Kerr got the coaching job in, in Golden State, he had, you know, he had the easiest seat in the, in the uh, NBA because the Warriors have never been bats. He's never had a, he's never had that, that um, feeling of being in the hot seat because he's even when the Warriors were still bad, they were still you know a good team, and so that's well, no, they yeah, they they one hundred percent were. And again, I don't want to go down the, the coaching uh, tunnel tonight because they won. Hard not yeah. to though, because I'm just no, just tired. Of- sure, no, it's it's hard not to, but they you have to give them credit. You don't have to. They won a very entertaining game tonight between two really bad teams. I mean, Orlando, Orlando's pretty bad, and, and so are the Rockets. And the, the thing that gets me excited is the more I watch of Victor Wenbanyama, adding him to this team, I mean, that, that's the saving grace to me. But, dude, that's the thing, though. We're only 11 games in. We're already bringing up, already bringing up the prospects. We shouldn't. But that's what it is. Yeah. Well, when you're 2-9, and nine, what else do you want to do? You know, like you start thinking about that, you know, the, I, but in the, in the interim, you know, tonight, Jalen Green was spectacular. I, I can't say enough about Jalen. I can't say enough about KJ Martin. You know, I thought he was really, really good tonight, you know? So any, yeah. Any final thoughts no, before I, we, uh, I got time for maybe one or two more speakers. So if y'all are in the room right now, you want to come up, talk this team, this team just happened. This hasn't found who they are as a team yet. And so until we get, you know, a consistent uh, routine on this team or maybe having to, you know, try bringing up Lionel Hollins, then we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep having the same conversation night after night. And it's just getting, you know, to the point to where we're sick of it. You know, we're just tired of, have that same conversation is all. Absolutely. Ryan, it's always good talking to you, dude. Of course, man. All right, man. Um, once again, awesome, fun night tonight. Gets got the job done. Looking at the chat right now. 
Chirong says, KJ and Jalen Green, Rockets championship squad. I don't know if I would go that far just yet. Um, Sean says, you need a difference maker that elevates an entire roster. That's why it's okay to dream of Wemby, either by your own lottery luck or the Nets. Yeah, it's, you know, you're if you're a Rockets fan, you are hoping that this thing turns really, really ugly in Brooklyn. Um, and and Adam Silver has a, a meeting with Kyrie tomorrow. There's news about maybe Kyrie's done playing in the NBA. I don't see that. Um, I will be very honest with you as a member of the Jewish community. Screw Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Um, but once again, Rockets, big win tonight, 134-127 to improve to 2-9 and nine on the season. Uh, this seems like a phenomenal place to uh, wrap the show up. We will be back live with you here on Spotify Live. Um, the Rockets next play on Wednesday. They play the uh, – they go to Toronto to play the Raptors, so we will be live here on Spotify Live as soon as that game is over. If you are on Twitter, make sure to give us a follow at the Dream Take. You can follow the Dream Shake at DreamShakeSBN. You can follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com on any day that ends in Y for some just great content being published every single day by the staff over at the Dream Shake. Once again, we'll be live with you here on Wednesday to talk all things Rockets, Raptors. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.